Last week in the gospel, Jesus called some of the apostles to follow him. And so as that call came, they gave up everything and followed him. They didn't wait to plan. They didn't say goodbye to their loved ones. They got up and left. And that call is important. But what was important about last week's gospel, and I'm mentioning this, and you'll find out why, is the look. Right? That's all, that's all he did. He was just walking along the shore, basically walking along the beach. Um, most likely there were a bunch of people there uh, finishing up their day. And most likely he looked at a lot of them. But he looked at the apostles and they responded. So there is something about Jesus, just allowing Jesus to look at us, that can really... Uh, point our life in a new direction. And the first thing that happens when they leave with Jesus is what we have in the gospel today. He casts out a demon from someone afflicted in the synagogue. So the first thing that Jesus chose to show his apostles was that he has power over what nobody had power over before what nobody can do. And so they were all amazed. And this still happens today. Whether we believe it or not, this happens today. People afflicted with demons. Demons are real. Evil is real. Satan is real. Okay, Satan is not a myth meaning it is not some figure meant to tell a deeper truth. Demons are not something to explain what we cannot explain. No, that's not what they are. To believe things such as that means to make one vulnerable to demonic attack. And demonic attacks can come in many forms. I would say most people here gathering together have experienced demonic activity at some point in their life. Now you're probably thinking, and not me. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, if you're thinking, not me, then chances are it's happened and you're just not aware of it. Right? Because what happens when we think of demonic activity, what do we think of, right? probably tend to think of like what we see in the movies, people climbing on walls or turning their head all the way around. Just so you know, that can't physically happen. That person would die. All right, it can't physically happen. Right, we tend to think of something that is so drastic and extraordinary. And there is extraordinary demonic activity. It's very rare. But there is also ordinary demonic activity, right? And what we see in the gospel today is ordinary demonic activity, right? If we were to read this, it really isn't too shocking. It's just someone yelling in the middle of Jesus trying to teach. 
That's all it is. Because someone stood up and started yelling out loud. Right? It wasn't only till Jesus started commanding something that the person started to convulse. Chances are, if we were to see that happen uh, today, we would most likely say, oh no, that person needs some help. Oh no, they started having a seizure. Right? And that may be true. But we can't deny the fact that evil is real. And we see it regularly. For example, it's in many ideologies that tend to disorder the figure of the human person. Many political structures that devalue the dignity of the human person. And so what this is what evil does. It takes what is originally ordered and disorders it. There could be ordinary demonic activity that can manifest as illnesses. Many times an illness can be medical. But there are times where it can also be a little bit of both. And that usually takes a good priest, uh, talking to a good priest, to figure out what may be at work. And we have to be aware of such things. For example, there can be demonic activity in electronics, in cell phones and computers, in utilities, If you think, have you ever received uh, text messages at random hours of the night? Right? And you think that's just spam. It can be. But let's say if someone has an addiction to shopping, is always buying things, and is trying really hard to uh, overcome but yet they get a text message saying, act now, it's 50% off. And then that thought, ooh, I should probably, I should probably click on that because I don't want to miss out on that deal. And it goes down a rabbit hole of buying more things. It's not a coincidence. And know that these things are alive and they happen and they're real. There are demons that can work in our life. There are higher ranking demons that are at work on a national level, on an international level. But you know what? The scripture shows us that Jesus Christ protects us. Jesus Christ has something to give us in his word, in his teaching. Jesus Christ has something to give us 
in what he has left us, the church, the sacraments. And just so you know, if you're baptized, you have great protection. You receive the Eucharist today, you have great protection. You go to confession regularly, great protection. One confession is more powerful than receiving a thousand exorcisms. Confession is far more powerful. But yet we can forget that. Evil demons and Satan are only powerful because of two reasons. One, because they are superior spiritual beings that have superior intellect. They get their power from that. Two, only because whatever they do here on earth, the Lord deems it so. Only because the Lord allows it. And only because the Lord knows that a greater good will come out of whatever battle, whatever struggle that that person or people are experiencing. Exorcists say some of the most holiest of people they know are the ones that they've had to exercise demons out of. They say they go on to become such holy and devout people. And they say it's because they have tasted true evil. And they know that it is real. Because for many of us, we can admit it's real, but there is that little bit of doubt in the back of our minds that says, it won't happen to me, or says, you know, I've never seen anything like that, so I don't know. There's that little bit of doubt. And that little bit of doubt is a dripping of the evil just trying to speak. So we slowly ignore its presence. And when we ignore the reality of evil, Temptation becomes much harder to deal with. Sins become easier to commit. It becomes harder to work up the courage to go to confession. It becomes more difficult to show up to Mass on Sundays. And it's very slow. That is the ordinary activity of evil. But the Lord has more for us. All it takes to cast out evil in our own life is to maybe take some time and realize that Jesus, all he has to do is just look at us. He just needs to look at us. And we need to have the courage to look at him. because the look changes everything. Because before he spoke, it was looking at them that changed their whole inner life. He looked at Peter. 
He looked at John and James. And when he sees the tax collector, Matthew, it says that he looked at him. So the look comes first. And then the voice of God speaks. So this week, let us take some time to really bring to our own prayer, to really ask the Lord, invite him to look at us. Ask him for the courage to be seen. And then he will give you what it takes to hear and to be heard. It's as simple as that. And the demons squall and scream just by the look of God. But that's not us. We change. We are loved. We have purpose and meaning. So let him look at you this week and allow yourself to look at him.